Hello, everyone. Welcome to Weekday Devotion. This is Pastor Daniel, and today we're going to be in Daniel chapter 10. So go ahead and be turning to that in your Bible. And we're just going to look at one verse today, and that's verse 1. And so uh, Daniel chapter 10, verse 1, we're going to read the verse, and we're going to really unpack a lot of the context. So what we'll see today is the beginning of a three-chapter kind of narrative. So what happens is chapters 10, 11, and 12 really all go together. It's about one vision that Daniel's going to receive about the future plight of his people. So 10, 11, 12 go together. But we're going to start today looking at Daniel chapter 10, verse 1. In the third year of Cyrus, the king of Persia, a word was revealed to Daniel, who was named Belteshazzar. And the word was true, and it was a great conflict. And he understood the word and had understanding of the vision. Well, let's just first talk about context. What is going on? Well, here Daniel gives us the timing. This is the third year of the reign of a king named Cyrus of Persia. Now, Cyrus would have succeeded Darius, who was the first king of Persia. So this puts us right around the time of 536 B.C. So what we know has happened about two years earlier the, the Hebrew people who were captivity in captivity and exile in Babylon, now Persia, were began to be let go to go back to Jerusalem. And so for two years, Daniel's people, the Jewish people, the people of God, have been able to leave their Babylonian and now Persian exile to return back to Jerusalem to begin the process of rebuilding. This is all talked about in the books of Ezra and Nehemiah. And so Ezra, the priest, he would be along the second wave, but the first wave was actually led by a gentleman named Zerubbabel. And Zerubbabel would have been the king of Judah had they continued on to be a kingdom. But he was still the recognized leader, and he was leading the charge to go back to Jerusalem, and the first thing that they would rebuild would be the temple. Now, it would not be anywhere close to the splendor and the, the majestic nature of the, of the temple that Solomon had built. But still, this was the temple. And then Ezra would follow, and he would celebrate the first Passover there at the temple in decades. And so all of this was going on. But for two years, they had been returning, but other enemies had been stifling them, had been opposing the, the process of rebuilding. And so there's a lot of grief here in Daniel. So we kind of kind of put ourselves in Daniel's shoes now. Daniel's in his mid to upper 80s. He's an octogenarian. And even though he could go back, he's not able to go back physically. But it must be really hard for Daniel because Daniel remembered what it was like. So if you go back in 70 years, uh, in about 606 B.C., Daniel was a teenager. And he was raised there in Jerusalem. And that's when he was plucked out of his community by King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon and hauled off into exile as a, as a slave along with other uh, Jewish people like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and forced to become Babylonians, if you will. So don't you know that for all those years, Daniel longed to be able to go back home. He longed to see the city he grew up in and you know, see some of the people he missed and see some of the sights. Well, he didn't have that opportunity. And now here he is. He now has the possibility to return because now they're able politically to go back, but he's not a able to physically. So Daniel's carrying a heavy weight. But then just to hear of all the struggles his people are having, the, the attacks on his people, the opposition they're facing from surrounding enemies that are trying to stifle and present obstacles to the rebuilding of Jerusalem. So he's very heavy-hearted. Thus the concept of 
it was true, but it was with great conflict. So the bottom line is here, we a lot of times we can look look into our past and want to go back there, want to go back to the way things were, going to want to go back to um, that which was familiar and comfortable and normal. But yesterday will never happen again. It's yesterday. We can't go back in time and repeat. So Daniel is, is facing a situation that many of us face, especially here in our nation when a lot of us might look back in times when the church had more influence and when the Bible was held in a higher view and you know, a lot of us could simply say things like, I wish it was like it used to be. It will never be like it was. We only have today, and then we're able to be a part of shaping tomorrow. So whatever's going on in your life, are you one that t- tends to look back and kind of long for the things that the way they were? Or have you embraced the fact that they're, those days are gone, we're in a new day, and this day we're to make the best of it through the power of Christ, through the spreading of the gospel, and we can today impact what tomorrow looks like. So I pray that today you walk tightly with Jesus and look how you can help shape tomorrow in walking tightly with him. We'll talk to you tomorrow.